Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom Hey! Hello! No one... <laughs> you did not like that? Was Hello! That, was that like Kermit? Kermit! Kermit! Oh, Kermit! That's Miss Piggy. <laughs> Is there two more? What, you didn't guess it? From what it... Like, it literally <laughs> said... Hey! No, wait. Whoa! Hey, Kermit! Oh, I can't do it now, there's That's too much Kermit. pressure. I'm doing Kermit speaking to himself. This is Kermit <laughs> descending into madness. madness. Well, <laughs> I missed that. Film. I did Alaska High, which is very overused and dated, but at least it's related to Drag Race. I don't know why you opened with Muppets. Bits. But you know what? We're, we're filled with influence. We are. <laughs> <laughs> so this episode, we're taking um, listener questions. Thank you so much for sending Thank them you, in. everyone. Um, gorgeous people. Well, so, I assume you're gorgeous. <laughs> Some of them sent pictures, they're not, but never mind. Mm. Um, we get we had a lot of questions for the Ed and Charlie show, which we'll be doing on Thursdays, but we got um, a lot of them were related to Drag Race, obviously, because of United Queendom. So as a result, we're doing a special um, Drag Race-related Q&A, or as we're calling it, UQ&A, as in United Queendom and A. Do you get Yeah, I get it. Mm. Maybe it didn't work. I went but... open with it, but... <laughs> We've committed to it now, so let's keep it that. Um, so yeah, so let's dive right into the questions. So question the first time. one, um, dear Ed and Charlie, my question is: What has been your favourite challenge of Drag Race UK so far, and favourite moment from the show? That's from Courtney Random Bits. Courtney Random Bits. Not real name. This is an Instagram name. If people... <laughs> you surprise me, Ed. You surprise me. <laughs> That's not a Christian name. Mrs. Random Bits, please, to you. But Ooh, uh, she's married. If anybody's sending in questions wants your real name, uh, you have to put it on the question. Otherwise, I'm just going to read out your Instagram. But I thought maybe people would like to have their Instagram boosted. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm new to Instagram. I don't know how all this works. But yeah, so what has been our favourite challenge of Drag Race UK and favourite moment from the show? I mean... For me, it's an obvious. I think the girl group episode is one of the most iconic episodes of all time. 100%. It's like, I mean, I haven't ranked them, but it must be in the top five episodes of all time. Yeah. Across US, All Stars, UK. It's so good. Reflected in the fact that Break Up Bye Bye is the biggest hit that Drag Race has ever produced, even more so than Reggie Wrote You. Ooh, the Frog Destroyers. Despunk my balls. That's <laughs> Blue Hydrangea famously said. Um, for me, my favourite episode of the season was Snatch Game, but obviously we know Snatch Game's coming every season, so I can't say it's my favourite challenge, so I'm with you. It's the girl group challenge. And it we love girl so groups. So good. Well, not as much as Cheryl. The no. girls have inspired me. Do you see that? When she <laughs> she referred to all 90s pop stars as the girls. She that... went, Growing up, the girls have inspired me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she meant just the girls of Girls Aloud. I think she just meant all girl, all female pop stars, the girls. <laughs> and we already did the correction of me on that, didn't we? Because you know that I got confused and thought she said she was 10. Oh, yeah. Did I do this on air or was this a conversation off air? When someone pointed out to me that Girls Aloud's anniversary was called 10. Yes. Because they'd been doing it for 10 years. So that was my mistake. Oh. So Cheryl wasn't 10 when Girls Allowed split up. She's not lying about her age. Although Unlike you... some other people. Oh, we forgot this off of the recap show. But this is a good opportunity for Charlie. Reveal your... My conspiracy. Yeah. Right. In <clears throat> the Chirons. Did we ever work out if Chiron was the right word? I don't think we did, did we? <laughs> no. Yeah, it is. It is. Oh, we got... Confirmed fish... by moon. <laughs> Confirmed. Should we do... I checked it after. Where did it Should we do to the moon? <laughs> 
to 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 the moon to the moon we do that every time we need to the moon every time we speak to moon this is gonna happen now to 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 the moon moon we can't do the weekly segment with you of what you're wearing because you've you're wearing the same thing so we're gonna skip over that and you can just say hi hi say hi like kermit hi um what were we talking about? So we, Chirons. Chirons, obviously. <laughs> Vivian <laughs> says she's 26. Yes. Which no one's believing. No one's she's buying She's forgotten when she was born. <laughs> Bagger says she's 29. Vivian then tweeted out saying she's been mates with Davina for 12 years. So that would make her 14, 14 when she began friends with her. Why would she be friends with Davina at 14? I agree with you that she's lying about her age, but she, um, Aquaria did start being uh, Sharon Needle's drag daughter when she was 14. Ooh. I'm not saying it's appropriate. I'm not saying it's healthy, but I'm saying it does happen. <laughs> but I agree with you. I do. Every- and this is another bit of evidence in your file, which is bullshit. Yes, it is. And as shout out to <laughs> Amy LaVey, who messaged me saying, this ain't Benjamin Button's drag race. <laughs> <laughs> and yet we get younger every episode. It's weird. <laughs> Um, and favourite moment uh, from the show. So that's not challenge, Courtney Random Bits is asking, um, but just moment, so like non-related. What's a favourite moment of mine? I did love actually, maybe because we're talking about it, when Crystal was about to have a breakdown and Shell just interrupts her and starts talking about girl <laughs> oh, groups I again. I found that uncomfortable. I thought it was so good. <laughs> I thought, um, what else did I love? It's been a mate moment. I like to be, I like some of the emotional moments. I know you weren't a fan of them, but um, no, Vivian I... talking about addiction, um, Davina speaking really articulately about Section 28. Yeah, what did she say? The quote that I loved. Something I exist. Uh, whether you agree with me or not doesn't change the fact I exist or something. You can yeah. believe what you want. I still exist. Yeah. I'm, I'm misquoting her, but it was a good moment. Um, my favourite moment... Um, it probably isn't, but this is the first one that came to mind and I did enjoy this. It was in the water bottle episode when RuPaul drank from Michelle Visage's water and then went, this tastes like arse. <laughs> I don't know why it's a random moment, but I really enjoyed it. Oh, also episode one. You're watching the BBC. <laughs> <laughs> I've just shit myself. <laughs> that was good. And um, Courtney Randomance didn't ask this, but I'm tagging on this to ask you, Charlie. Um, what is your top moment from the podcast from United Queendom from our recaps? Is there any moment that stands out to you? Mine says that are you trying to do accents and that's trying not to a do moment? That's <laughs> the show. Are you trying to do like an Irish accent and they're coming out Lebanese or something. <laughs> that's been my highlight. What do you mean? I can do an Irish accent? No, I can't. Okay, I've proved your point. <laughs> or discovering how freaking uh, articulate I am. That's what I've discovered. You pat yourself on the back. I will. You pat yourself on the Geronima. I just made that word up. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't think of a long word, so I just thought if I made one up, it'd sound real. I didn't. (laughs) My favourite moment has been learning that I have difficulties. You do. Um, No, my favourite moment was inappropriate, but it's when I completely lost it because you um, said that Vivian looked fat. (laughs) Just because it really caught me off guard and then I just really struggled for the rest of the episode (laughs) to get... To get back on track, and I'm still still in recovery. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Vivian, from Charlie. Uh, our next question. Ooh, I, this this is my favourite question. Dear Charlie, 
you were oh. you were so skeptical skeptical about things that happen on Drag Race and seem to think things are a conspiracy. I wonder, is your bad tongue popping for real, or are you faking being bad at it for the hilarity? It's very funny, but is it real? I would love to know. That's from Sam Hall. Oh, <laughs> Sam Hall. <laughs> Look at you being a... You're not believing in me. Yeah, look at you bringing Wagatha Christie over here. It's not just Colleen Rooney, is it? This is Fagatha Christie. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, do do you want to answer? I'll put forward my theory. No, my lack of ability in tongue bopping is 100% authentic. I, I back Charlie on this because I see him doing it and I see the, 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 the trembling. <laughs> <laughs> if she's faking that, she's a the Oscar goes to Charlie Valentine. Sorry, Joaquin Phoenix. Um, yeah, it's real. But um, this question was asked before we recorded our finale episode where you did what I nailed it. it. When the when the occasion came that I rose to the challenge. So if you were faking it, actually, that would have been a really good time to I pull it fake out. It. <laughs> Ask my exes. <laughs> They're all Just dead. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought it was funny that someone thought that you were actually pretending to do that. No, that would require too much brain power. <laughs> Don't give him that much credit, please. Um, thank you, Sam. Thank you, Sam. Um, our next question is slightly more serious. Um, dear who guys. Who are we waiting for? It's about the election. So, Brexit, no. <laughs> no, we'll never be talking about that, especially on the drag episode. Um, dear guys, I often feel like as a straight woman, being so involved with gay culture is frowned upon by the community. I wholeheartedly support the community, but sometimes don't feel welcome embracing the culture. What is your opinion on straight women being involved in the... And I've copy and pasted and missed off the end of this, but I'm going to assume she ended by saying, being involved in the gay community. That's Georgia Taylor. Thanks, Georgia. Georgia. Um, on a midnight train, Georgia. Then on a midnight train. My God. Moon Gladys Knight wasn't in the room, guys. Can you Is believe? she dead? <laughs> no, she's not. Does she sing that? Yeah, she's... <laughs> the shade you're throwing Gladys right now. Is <laughs> she dead? Did she sing that? <laughs> God, if Gladys is listening, she is gonna be. No, she did sing that. You're right. She's gonna be on a midnight train to your ass and slap you in the face. <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> uh, yes. Do you have opinions on this? I think it's tricky. I think um, I don't know how you found growing up. I found when I came out as gay, there was a tendency from straight women to kind of fetishize you. Oh, we mm-hmm. talked about this, haven't we? Yeah. Sorry for repeating myself. See, that's the funny thing. Early on in the podcast, I think we criticized. Uh, RuPaul what's the tea like they just say the same thing every week cut to eight episodes later we're like when I came out (laughs) for the fourth time telling our coming out story (laughs) we are RuPaul as Charlie would say RuPaul's (laughs) (laughs) but like yeah just uh, as long as they don't like fetishize you and see that you're you're not the side character in their life yeah. But I think we do need straight women as allies. And they've been so supportive of us, I think. If it wasn't for straight women. Definitely. It really upsets me when people push away women. Because I think women have always been at the core of the gay community, whether yeah. they're gay or not. And I always think of times when, like, back in the day before it was cool or accepted to support gay rights, it was people like Elizabeth Taylor and Madonna who were pushing that narrative. And even more recently, like Lady Gaga, when gay men haven't been given their own platform to talk about these things women have always done it for us even as to use an example like michelle visage like she worked really hard to get drag race to the uk 
Um, she went on Celebrity Big Brother to do it. Um, women have always been there. And like, ask most gay men who they first told they were gay. Usually it's a female friend, their mum, their sister. It's rare that you hear gay men say, oh yeah, I told my dad first. I told my brother first. Women have always been there for us and it would be a real shame if we didn't return the favour and try to exclude them from our spaces because I love women and I think gay men should love women because it's a partnership as old as time. And I always say, I love women more than men. And if I had a button that decided if all the men in the world were going to die or all the women, I would choose for all the men to die. Oh. And it would be a sexless existence. But pretty I much th- as it is now, then. Nothing much has changed. <laughs> At least I wouldn't be getting rejected. <laughs> and also, I, I, I mean, I don't know my facts. <laughs> Shock. <laughs> you still have a fax machine. Yeah, but I so, like... Um, that was a dad joke. <laughs> <laughs> I would guess that the majority of the Drag Race audience is straight women. Oh, yeah, definitely, I think. Yeah. And also, like, a lot of people listening to our podcast. It's a lot. Yeah. Uh, and when, when I go to the Phoenix Nights Club, there's a group of fangirls that are always straight girls and they must all be like 17, 18. So there's an element of also don't bite the hand that feeds yeah. you. I've had it before where I've been to GOI heaven with female friends and they've said that they've not been treated that well yeah. by men on the door or other people in the club kind of getting your eyes rolled out and stuff like that. I could get it a bit. Sometimes you're in a gay bar and there's like a hen party there. Yeah, it can be I'm a bit not like... so keen on the hen parties. But I would never want them to be turned away. Yeah. Well, sometimes I would. But like, generally, it's coming from a place of love. It's yeah. not um, It's not the same as, I don't know, when there are certain spaces for, I don't know, like, I don't even know where I'm going with that. I think I've said enough. <laughs> you just stop. <laughs> I could tell myself on the verge of saying something offensive. So for once in my <laughs> life, I stopped in. myself. Let's do our next question. Thank you, Georgia. Thank you, Georgia. On the mid- no, I won't sing that again. Hello. I co-run a Dragon Burlesque events in my hometown, Bedford. Where is Ooh, Bedford? Bedfordshire. <laughs> <laughs> is that near London? I don't know. <laughs> Bedford. Check out at X. Let me get this right. Check out at Extravaganza Bedford to see what we do. We always have an issue promoting as our audience, our audiences understand what burlesque is, but not drag so much. Many of them have never seen drag at all. How would you suggest getting them into the idea and helping them to understand why drag is so great? That's from Carla Victorious. Thanks, Carla. Thank you, Carla. Charlie, you're good at promoting. You promote your chocolate starfish on Grinder every day. <laughs> So How would you? Starfish. <laughs> Thank you, Doctor Zizmos. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, anal bleach is really dangerous. Um, is it? Yeah, you, you need to stop. <laughs> Why is it dangerous? There's a because chem- it gets ke- in your blood. Well, no, it's ble- the chemical they use is really dangerous. Is it actually bleach? Yeah, I think so. And it- I mean, it is weird. It's like bleaching your skin. You are literally turning the. How much does it cost to get your asshole bleached? Moon? Do you know? <laughs> Joking. I don't know. I've seen someone on TV get it bleached. Normal people don't do it, do they? Isn't it just nah, porn stars? I think it's like an LA thing. Oh. Um, that was definitely not the question, was it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's like it bleaching. <laughs> well, we, if anyone out there was wondering, well, we didn't even really answer that. We just talked about it. <laughs> so promoting. Um, um, I'm standing drag. Well, I think drag races now are good 
Is that not a good, uh, I would say, suggest them to watch Drag Race? Is that not a good window into drag? Is it not a good introduction? Or do you think they need a, a preface? Definitely. Some... I mean, I think, I think you kind of, you should be targeting people who are already kind of into what you're doing rather than trying to convert people who have no interest. Don't you think people who have never watched drag, that's going to be a bit of a hard ask? Whereas drag is very popular now. I'm sure there are people you could be targeting who are yeah. already into it. So yeah, it's and kind I wonder... of target the communities who are already there, like go online, go on the Reddit. Um, if there's a local Facebook groups for drag or LGBT in Bedford, be advertising there. I don't know. Yeah, I think what's it, it depends what kind of drag you're doing. I think obviously with an old generation, there's that drag that is Lily Savage and stand up and you get in and get some... Do you have blusher on? No. It's this jumper. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> Because you're under a light and it's reflecting your pink jumper up and it's giving you like a contour. <laughs> She's beat. <laughs> beat for a, a podcast. It's really useful. I mean, I'm in a full gown, but I didn't expect you to come beat. <laughs> no, I'm, I, for that, I'm wearing a fluorescent pink jumper, well, like a neon. Yeah, and it does. Cute. No, but it, it glows. Oh, I've got toothpaste down me. Didn't wash it. Um, toothpaste. I can smell it from here. <laughs> um, no, I was in... Um, I was in a restaurant, the humble brag. I was in a restaurant the other day. <laughs> I love the fact you think being in a restaurant is a humble brag. It was Pizza Hut, but... <laughs> humble brag. <laughs> I went to a post office today. Anyway, it's not tooting my own horn. <laughs> I'm going to fall sweet at... Um, yeah, and I was wearing this jumper and the bloke went, yeah, I've got an amazing tan on you. And it was just because it was so reflective. It was giving me this, like, glow. It's like, yeah, you're giving me Miss Piggy realness. Oh, and we've come full circle. Hey, Kermit. Piggy. Well, no, because of the pink skin. Not because you look like a pig. <laughs> Can we just end this podcast? Moon? It's the end of the podcast. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I need to save my bacon. Right, where were we? We're promoting. Um, so I think, yeah, I, d- I don't think you're going to convert people who aren't into drag. But I think... Free drinks is always a good promotion. And fun. Stress it's fun. I think a lot of my friends didn't watch Drag Race because they thought, I don't know, but they thought it was like a weird, they thought drag queens lived as women. A all lot the of people time. get confused between trans and drag. Yeah. And so I think it's just stressing that drag is about a performance and entertainment and that's what they're going to get. And they're not trying to promote some kind of, yeah, that, that is, that's all it is. It's just yeah, about definitely. colour and light and fashion. and Because a lot of the things you go to for a drag show aren't even to do with drag. You don't always have to lead with that. It's yeah. like you could go up to people on the street promoting, flyering the night and be like, hey, do you like comedy? Yes. Oh, we've got a great comedy night. Who's it presented by? This drag queen. Yeah. So like the drag queen could be, doesn't have to be the main focus. Yeah. And um, yeah, do you like dancing? Do you like a live sex show? Do Did you Carla like say what a night is? We'll promote it here, babes. She gave at Extravaganza Bedford. So I don't know if Extravaganza is the venue or the night, but... If you're in Bedford, people, go see it. Carla, if you didn't tell us the name of the night, then that's your issue with promoting. You should have told us. <laughs> you need to get that branding in. Get your branding in at every opportunity. United Queen and Podcast. See? Easily done. Um... Right, here we have more of a story than a question, although a question comes at the end of it. Dear Ed and Charlie, I'm disabled, but only now and again I use my wheelchair. I prefer to use my stick. It was in September 2018. I can't remember the exact date, but I went to meet Bianca Del Rio at her signing of her book, Blame It on Bianca Del Rio, in London at Waterstones in Piccadilly. 
And I took my wheelchair and when I got to the front, my son wheeled me in. Then I said, I want to get out to have my photo taken and to have my book signed. And so I had my stick anyway with me. So I got out my wheelchair and went towards Bianca and she shouted in front of hundreds of people who were still queuing. Oh my God, it's a miracle. It's a miracle. The girl can walk. And everyone was laughing at me. It was very funny. Then I went over to her and of course cuddled her and had a photo, which is now my profile picture on my Instagram. She's the most funniest, caring, uh, beautiful soul I've met. What has been your best experience meeting a Rue girl? That's from Silver 100A. Thank Again, you, Again, not a real name, an Instagram name. <laughs> Thank you, Silver but if, 100A. But if anyone wants Is to see... Is she 100? The... <laughs> she's 100 years well... old, yeah. <laughs> 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 That's why she's got to a Silver Jubilee. <laughs> um, so yeah, if anyone wants to see the picture of Silver 100A with Bianca Del Rio, it's on Silver 100A. Um, have you met a Rue girl and had a nice experience? Or has it all been I've, very I ne- think negative? I've only met two Rue girls in my life. Wait, let me guess who they are. So we're not counting from the British show, are we? Oh, you mean from the American show? From the American show, it's zero. You never met anyone from the American show? I've never met a Rue girl from the American show. So you're two from the um, British Bagger. Oh, three. I've met Bagger, yeah, I totally forgot. Bagger, Bagger. Cheryl, yeah. and Crystal. No, I never met Crystal. Something. Someone we maybe interviewed for this podcast. Oh, Scary Cat. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I've seen something at Brewers briefly, but I haven't, like, spoke to her. Oh, you'll get them all soon. Um, I can't believe you've never met one of the American ones. No. I think I've, I don't think I've ever seen any of their shows. I think I've, I sort of saw Bianca at Wembley, but... Who's top of your list? Out of the American girls. Who do I want to meet? I think probably Trixie. Yeah, I met Trixie. Okay. Which you should know because it was an interview special. Although that was on the phone. But I did meet her in person as well once. It was very brief. Um, I went to a meet and greet because I had press tickets to the show. But they'd given me like a queue jump pass. So I started doing it. But I felt really awkward because everyone had been waiting there for ages and I was just jumping. So I just did Trixie and Alaska because Alaska is like my all time favorite. Um, but it was really embarrassing because I was really nervous to meet Alaska. And I think I made a fool out of myself. Like, Alaska, I'm like, obsessed with you. And she's like, okay. Took a picture and then just shoved me aside. Aww. But it was great to have the picture. Um, I think the person I would most love... Um, not the, I don't know how many positive experiences I've had, actually. But I remember fondly the first time I ever met any Rue girl which was Jujube. Oh. And that was like 10 years ago. And it wasn't anything Shine to do age. with... Um, <laughs> when you were 12. <laughs> when I was 34, 10 years ago. <laughs> um, I was in GOI late and I just bumped into her out of drag just completely um, uh, coincidentally. And she... I went up to her and told her I was a big fan. She went, oh, come out for a cigarette with me. So I went out for a cigarette with her and I was really, really drunk. And I started to tell her everything that I thought she'd uh, done wrong on her season and could have done better. And then weirdly, she like walked away and didn't speak to me anymore. (laughs) I don't know what her problem was. Yeah. (laughs) Luckily, since then, I've learned the lesson that not everyone who's been on Drag Race only wants to talk about their season on Drag Race. Yeah. Um, But at the time, I thought that like, because I was watching it, that it was currently happening. So, yeah. But since then, I think, yeah, I'm yet to have my specialist, specialist moments, but I think they're to come. Um, Our next question is from Bianca Rolex of Hate. Hey, Bianca. I don't know if Bianca has misspelled Rolodex of Hate, or if that's a joke, Rolex of Hate. That's, I don't know. 
Confirm it, please, Bianca. Please, please confirm it. Hey, guys. Okay, so I'm just going to ask you a basic question. But who is your most loved queen and why? And who is your most disliked queen? Shade. Oh, the shade. It could be from any season. American version or any... And also, any tips for a starter drag queen like me? Um, In terms of tips, I really can't give drag tips to anyone. No. Because I'm not qualified. I'd say, um, watch makeup tutorials on YouTube. Yeah, I don't know about the makeup side. In terms of the performing side, get as much stage time as you can. Oh yeah, with performing experience, you can do that. Yeah, no, get as much stage time as you can. Um, I think, um, I'd say learn how to be funny. Be self-deprecating, learn, learn what's funny about you specifically. Mm-hmm. So when I was starting like comedy, it's all about what is specifically funny about you and look at your life. <laughs> and just laugh at your own life. <laughs> oh, laugh because otherwise you'll cry. Exactly. But find out what's specifically funny about you and what is your specific take and what, what have like you maybe done? you have a limp. That's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but like Cheryl's from Essex and just take that and run with it. Don't yeah. be, don't try and play to your strengths, ignore your weaknesses, which is what I always say. Yeah. If you're not a dancing queen, don't spend hours doing dancing lessons because no one's <laughs> going to hire you. If you're yeah. a funny queen, lean into it. If you're a look queen, lean into it. Lean into what you're specifically good at. And one tip is don't make a drag name that is going to not age very well. So um, an example of that, even though she's a very successful drag queen, is like Jodie Harsh. Yeah. <laughs> so if you base it off a celebrity name, you make sure the celebrity you choose is always going to be famous. Like even with Cheryl Hole, it still kind of works because it's... um. Cheryl Cole's still fresh in the memory, but she doesn't use that name anymore. And in 10 years, that might yeah. look really out of date. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's anything political, like there's a drag queen called Teresa Gay, isn't there? Oh, is there? Um, which still kind of works because she was obviously quite recently PM. But over the as the years go on, you're never going to want to rebrand that name. So you're going to yeah. be pretty stuck with it. So it's probably best not to pick something that's going to go out of date. That wasn't the main question, though. But you were saying... You- you <laughs> Hermit. Um, well, you've already said Alaska's your all-time favourite, no? You just said now. Or is that different? Was that a lie? Alaska is my all-time favourite. Uh, the only one I'd say who would rival that would be Jinx. So clearly I'm a season oh. five lover. I love Alaska. I love Jinx. I love Alaska because I just think that she brings just the, a higher level of wit and a knowing wink and ir- irony and like reverence to everything she does and it just like I just feel it in the music in the stand-up in the like the podcast she does I just think everything she does she brings a quintessential level of Alaska that no one else can bring and I yeah. just lap it up oh and Jinx is hilarious and Jinx I don't know if I already mentioned this on the podcast Jinx does a web show called Cool Mom and it's so funny I'd really recommend anyone watch it it's one of the few things I watch that makes me like I don't want to say LOL, but LOL. And then Cool Mums is C-O-O-L. Cool Mum. C-O-O-L-M-O-M. Oh, yeah, so okay. One of her, one of the wow shows they do that, in fairness, mostly shit, but Jinx's is very good. I oh. like <clears throat> uh, Who's yours favourite? Is it Trixie then? I do like Trixie. I find, I th- Trixie's the one I see myself most in. Is that a sexual thing? <laughs> <laughs> is there a tape? Uh, <laughs> VHS. Um, yeah, I think if there was anyone most similar to Trixie, mm-hmm. I think my humor is quite similar. She's got very dark um, humor, which I love the way she combines that with that really pink 
bright yeah. aesthetic, which you do as well. Exactly, don't you? Pink, bright, and then say something disgusting. Um, so I think that I think <laughs> I mean there's the obvious ones like Alyssa, which everyone loves. I think a slightly more controversial one. I think the best looking drag queen ever is Roxy Andrews. Yes, and her Instagram and her looks are just stunning. And I know everyone loves to hate her, but I think I am a Roxy Andrews defender. Me too. Do you know one of my favourite looks that's ever been on Drag Race? It's not talked about that often, but in All Stars 2, do you remember when she walked in and it was just like kind of a plain black dress, but it was so perfect, the silhouette. It was just amazing, her hair. Go back and revisit I it. I will. It amazing. Roxy Andrews, yes. I think should she's we, the most stunning queen. Should we do a rendition of Roxy's verse? Do you know all the words? Um, so, I remember Trixie saying they should do a lip sync for your life to just the, <laughs> just <laughs> oh, the Roxy verse. Let's try it. Three, two, one. I'm, I'm Roxy Andrews and I'm here to make it clear. clear. I know you love me, baby. That's why you brought me here. Was a bitch on season five. I'm gonna make it right. Give me a sewing challenge and I give you what you like. I'm full of tricks, baby. Just like on Halloween. A room full of monsters and it makes me wanna scream. I got to get this right so you don't waste your time. Not like my comedy, I'm singing on this rhyme. I'm gonna show you what I can do. You're going crazy. Into. I'm actually choking on this rap. I can't take it. <laughs> it's not my fault. You can't blame. I get all these other hosts, but they're all the same. Roach you, roach you. No, we're going to get sued for that. <laughs> um, yeah, iconic, iconic. Um, and we didn't get to our least favorite queens. Shady question, but I mean, we're not the type to not answer. So, uh, who? I mean, I'm not a Sasha Valour fan. Really? That's yeah, interesting. I think she was quite boring. Oh, I really... <laughs> another Shea Coulee doesn't do it for me. I actually agree with you on that one. Actually, that whole season, Peppermint, Shay, Sasha oh, and Trinity, I thought that was a really boring top four for me. I was rooting for Trinity to win. Well, I wanted Valentina to win, but we also... Oh, I love Valentina. Valentina I put down as my... The my one I most like to meet that I haven't met. Oh, I want to see that beauty me? up close. Valentina. Hello, it's me. That doesn't work with my fantasy. <laughs> um... She's stunning. Uh, she yeah, actually, that top four never really did it for me. But the lip sync, man, that was good. I know, it was iconic, but I feel like that was it. I feel like my... You chose a winner for your most disliked, and I'm choosing a winner as well. I think it's quite controversial. But Violet... Yeah, quite dull. I think it's because I was so pissed off when Ginger Minge didn't win, because I really wanted Ginger to win. And I found Violet... I do find her looks amazing as anymore yeah. would. I just didn't think it was enough to make up for the fact that she was quite flat in a lot of the performance-based challenges. Yeah. And since she's won, she's gone on to do amazing things. And I think she really is a great addition to the winner's circle. And I think she's cool, but um, yeah, I've I always just never had that thing for her that I have for the others. So yeah, that was us getting shady. It was. And now we're about to get serious. So the next letter is from one of our top, top listeners, Dem Cavey. She Thank says, you. I was wondering if I could ask you a big solid. My friend Fliquette has just been airlifted to Southampton from my home, Jersey, after being diagnosed with an aggressive form of lymphoma, cancer. And we are trying to raise money for her treatment and bills, etc. while she is away. She's only 26 and a mother to a seven-year-old girl called Dakota. And the full story is here if you wanted to take a look. And then we've got a website link, which is www.justgiving.com forward slash crowdfunding forward slash Fliquette Cancer. 
Um, I was going to ask if you could maybe give a shout out on your podcast and ask people to donate if they can. Anything would be hugely appreciated. We needed to stay with us. Also, don't feel obliged that you have to. It would, if you'd rather not, there would be absolutely no hard feelings, and I'd still be your number one fan. Um, I thought it'd be worth an ask. We are trying everything, Dem KV. Oh, thank, thank you, you so Dem much, Kavey. Dem. Obviously, we're happy to read that out, and we hope that um, people donate, and we will donate as well. And can we uh, put the link in our description? Yes. Yes. Moon can do it. Yay. The sure. Ten Command. But because that was such a serious moment, let's end on a silly one. Yeah. Um, Charlie, shag, marry, avoid. The queens of RuPaul's Drag Race UK season one. Shag, marry, avoid. Yeah. Who would I shag out of? I said, wait, who would I shag? Who we got? Well, we know oh, that. We know who I'd shag. Yeah. Wait, who? You check Crystal. Crystal. You said it every oh, week. Oh, yeah. Who are you going to say? Gothy. Gothy. I quite like Gothy. Because of the dick. I haven't seen the dick. <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't be promoting anyone looking at the. Although I. I I saw Goffy commented and she seems quite proud of it. She doesn't seem like <laughs> she's in a shame spiral. Oh, yeah, no, Shag Crystal. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I got distracted by that final look, which wasn't so attractive. <laughs> <laughs> Tea. That um, wig. That wig would have to come off during your Shag. Yeah. Um, yeah, Shag Crystal. Ma- Marry Cheryl. Oh, I'm too obvious. No, that's avoid. A good Who would I avoid? What does that mean? Is that someone I don't want to like hang out with? Or the person I find least attractive. How am I interpreting this? I think it's just someone, so like the one you least want to be in a room with. It's shady no matter how you dress it up. Who would I least want to be in a room with? Um, Maybe something. <laughs> I feel like Vinegar would be a good laugh. Scaredy Cat is lovely. We met her. I think she's a babe. We've been in a room with Scaredy Cat and we enjoyed it. Gothy, I think it's got hidden depth. That we didn't get to see. Hidden massive dick, you mean. <laughs> Crystal, <laughs> Not love. so hidden. And Crystal, Sharon, son. Bag would be a laugh. Vivian's great. Davina would be a laugh. Yeah, maybe something. Okay. Personality-wise, maybe. Wasn't doing it. Did you not love the David Attenborough? I, I find Michelle rather ravishing. <laughs> How about you then? Who are you going for? I choose... Um, I find it really hard to choose Shag. I tend to... Like always be very um, admiring of the queens from Drag Race, but I never find myself fancying them in that yeah. way. But I chose Scaredy Cat, um, which makes me feel like a paedophile. <laughs> I choose to marry Davina because we're both from Huddersfield. So then when we go home for Christmas, it'll be easy because we get oh, the same thinking logistically, thinking logistically. And I'm also thinking like who has the most money. I reckon Davina might be the richest out of them. She's got the most TV credits. What the do you oldest. Think? Oldest. Most, um, yeah, had the longest career, I think. I, I want the money. Between her and the Vivian, the Vivian might have spent all his own care. No, I'm joking. <laughs> spent it all on eyebrows. <laughs> um, yeah. And then to avoid, I would choose Bagger. Because if, if I hear much better one more time, I'm going to <laughs> slap that bitch. <laughs> so yeah, those are my answers. And um, that was uh, all our questions. For oh, thank you everyone for sending them in. UQ&A segment. Yeah, I'm sticking with it. You're um, still going for it. Stop trying to make fetch happen. <laughs> so yeah, thank you for doing that. And we um, we may do another one in the new year if you guys have more questions. And um, if you have questions that are not related to drag or drag race, then obviously we have the I'm, Ed and Charlie I'm show. I'm nine inches before you ask. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a lie. Um, we have the Ed and Charlie show every Thursday where you can send in your problems, your 
just wondering about the universe, your threats, your shade, anything, anything you want to know, ask us and we may very well ignore it. We're open books. We are. Enough about your love life. You're sharing too much. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in. And next week we have Scaredy Cat. Meow. Meow. (laughs) Wait, I'm going to do one from Batman Returns. I am Catwoman. Hear me roar. Actually, I did that in front of Scaredy Cat, so yeah. that's the second time I'm going to do that. She terrified. <laughs> <laughs> she is Scaredy Cat. Thank you for listening. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.